Hello, pickleballers. Welcome to Third Shot, the podcast where we are bringing the pickleball community together and doing our small part in helping grow the game across the U.S. and internationally. I saw that we have our first list listeners in Finland and Pakistan. Oh, you, you guys. Very cool. That's cool. Yeah. How's everybody doing today? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm having a uh, a little blue machine smoothie to to keep the, the like the voice up, get the vitamins in there, getting nice. better after that little cold that I had. Good. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's been rainy here too, and in California as Ugh. well. So you've got to keep yourself healthy. Yeah, I, I built an ark. I I was like, I, I don't know. <laughs> I better have one just in case. <laughs> Crazy. Well, I am going to my standby Jack because I want to celebrate. Uh, we have just surpassed our first thousand downloads for third shot. So nice. let's toast to that. Congratulations, you guys. Nice. Yeah, cheers. Congrats. Cheers. Congrats. One thousand. Thousand. And we and we did it fairly quickly and it's been so much fun. I, I think part of the growth that we've had in this show is a lot of activity, social media activity. Like you know, Bridgie, you're really active on our third shot, whether it's our Instagram, kind of more active on Instagram than Twitter and Facebook, but we're out there. And I think the pickleball community has been really supportive of uh, kind of learning more and following us on our social media. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun posting on there. And you're right. I have to admit, I am a little bit more Instagram heavy, but that's just for personal reasons. I never got much into Twitter, but we're on there. We're making those connections. But what I've noticed, though, is videos are so hot right now, especially pickleball ones. And, yeah. you know, whether it's me posting them or me watching them, those reels on there, I just can't get enough of it. <laughs> yeah, I was shocked when you told me that the video uh, you posted of me using uh, the Pro Series, the the Pickle Pro Series paddle, and I just bashing the surf right over, uh, right over my photographer's head. <laughs> <And> <laughs> that was a little scary. Uh, I have to admit, I I missed one time, and she did take one for the team. Sorry about that, but uh, <laughs> she got a fantastic video, fantastic picture. When we did that shot, but oh I was gosh. shocked when you told me that video has what over a thousand views now. Yeah, it's at like fifteen hundred. That is, you're so gonna be cool. infamous on the internet. <laughs> infamous for, for for attacking my uh, videographers with pickleballs. Yeah, I'm just pelting them. It's like target practice out there. It's not fair. They're just standing there <laughs> taking it. Right, do it for the gram. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I have, uh, speaking of Instagram, and, you know, if, if people want to kind of learn a little bit more about me personally, I have third shot podcast underscore Uncle Greg as my another Instagram account where I post a lot of stuff about the show, but I also post stuff about family and travel and just other things more personal than just the, the, the podcast. So uh, if people want to follow me there, I'd really appreciate it. I've been getting a ton of great feedback and making friends through Instagram on that account. Nice. That's really cool. Are they like asking to play or just kind of like showing support? 
Yeah. So I got a shout out to Greg. He has uh, an account called Pickle or Die. And uh, he's always checking in with me and he's kind of traveling across the country, playing pickleball in different courts. Uh, We've been trying to get together, I think, later on this year, I think in March, we're hoping to play down in Vegas and, uh, you know, yeah, play a tournament, probably play in the same tournament against each other. But uh, but he's always checking in with me and kind of sharing his stories on what uh, his pickleball travels are bringing them. It's it's so much fun. That's awesome. And, you know, that's kind of what we are doing here as well with our podcast platform is to spread the word, make those connections, kind of build up that community around this really fun sport that we all really enjoy. Um, I haven't been getting as much interaction on um, my personal Instagram, but in person rather around pickleball, we had a new person start at work and um, she moved here from Southern California and she's got a sports background and everything, but it was like in basketball or whatever. And um, she found out that I play pickleball. And so she came and found me and she was like, you play pickleball? And I was like, yeah, do you play pickleball? And (laughs) we, you know, we had one of those moments where we're like pointing the finger at one another. Um, But once we found that out with each other, now she's like, okay, now we need to find a time where we can go play. Um, She's new to town. So she's really looking forward to meeting other people, you know, outside of work and kind of build up her social network out here in Vegas. So um, it, you know, it just goes to show how much this one sport can help somebody out with their social life. And even you, Russ, I mean, you haven't even really gotten into playing a lot, but in conversation, you're running into so many different pickleballers. <laughs> I am. It's funny. Like I, um, I was talking to somebody just actually earlier today and they're like, I, I mentioned that, you know, my son plays soccer and then, you know, I took him to a uh, thing last week and he has a tournament coming up and this and that. And he goes, oh yeah, soccer was really my sport. But you know, now I, I just, I don't know. It just takes too much time getting people together and all that stuff. So I've actually been doing pickleball. I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got a podcast for you to listen to. <laughs> right. It's, funny. it's everywhere. It's everywhere. It is everywhere. It's amazing. No matter where. I go out, whether it's, you know, just to the store and I'm wearing, you know, my sports, you know, sweats and stuff like that. Somehow, I don't know if I got like a pickleball neon sign on my forehead or something like that. It somehow (laughs) creeps into the conversation. It really does. I was at a bar last night with my boyfriend and it's just a regular old sports bar. And I look up and they have pickleball playing on the TV. And I told him, I was like, oh my gosh, look, pickleball. And then he was like, wow, I didn't know that was actually on TV. Okay, <laughs> and I was so, like, you have no idea. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm going to bring it full circle. Okay, speaking of pickleball on TV. So I've been watching pickleball, pro pickleball on television this past weekend because it was the first pro event of the season. And um, Alex Trong, she's a pro female player uh, she came in second in doubles, women's doubles, and she is so amazing on social media. She is very active. She replies to comments like when you comment to, you know, on some of her posts and, you know, root her on and all this kind of, she personally gets on there and she's replying and responding. And so many other pro players are doing that also. 
I think that's amazing that they're so accessible through social media that pro athletes are like within minutes replying to your comments. That's pretty cool. I mean, you just don't see that in other sports. No, you don't. And the thing is, is like, okay, since she did reply to a number of my comments uh, on Instagram prior to this tournament, I was rooting so hard for her to win that tournament. I was like, (laughs) we've got a dedicated fan now. So Alex Strong, you are one of my favorites. I am uh, behind you 100%. I'm going to keep replying, commenting. And whenever you're on TV, I am watching. Very cool. On the other side of that, you know, an, an example, Major League Baseball. I'm still waiting for Hunter Pence. I mean, it's, he hasn't even played in four years and he's not getting back to me. It's just like, come on, but what are you still doing waiting. with all your time? Exactly. Did he leave I'm you on waiting. red? Did he read it yet at least? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a shelf life to these comments? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. I guess they just disappear <laughs> after a certain time. <laughs> I got to tell you one other cool story that happened. Um, so, you know, over the holidays or right before the holidays, I, I did a little traveling up to Steamboat Springs in Colorado. And I was really interested in playing some pickleball while I was there. <laughs> like, silly me. It's uh, middle of December and it's <laughs> snowing five feet and I'm looking to play pickleball. But I was looking to play pickleball. I didn't know the area. So on Instagram, I reached out to a pickleballer in Denver, and she put me in touch with a pickleball club in Steamboat Springs. And um, unfortunately, I wasn't able to, to get out there because I got sick during the trip. But um, I thought that was so cool. Like if you just want to, you need a recommendation or you need a contact or something to find a pickleball player or a court, it's pretty easy to do. Yeah, it does kind of make things a whole lot easier when you're traveling just to be able to reach out to people like that, especially if you're trying to play some pickleball on your vacation. Yeah, Russ, are you going to do it? You going to go on vacation or are you going to like, you know? Well, you know what's cool about it is is what I've learned from you guys. Like, okay, I could wear basically what I'm wearing now. I'm wearing some sweats. I'm wearing a sweatshirt, right? Like I've got some tennis shoes on and all I need is the the – I'm going to call it a paddle. Hey, good job. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) That was stressing me out. But I mean, that's all that, that's all you need to pack, right? It's just a paddle and some pickleballs and you're good to go. Like that's, that's really cool. Like going somewhere and playing golf somewhere, like that turns Mm -hmm. into a whole thing. Either you got to rent clubs and then you're playing with clubs you're unfamiliar with or like try to get your clubs on a plane and you know get them out there <laughs> right. or pack them in the trunk and it's it takes up you know all the space so uh i i like i like that about the whole uh, traveling aspect of pickleball too well it's funny you mentioned that because later this summer i'm going out to maui and on instagram in the third shot podcast underscore uncle greg i made friends with pickleballers in maui and nice. instead of bringing my clubs which Very never cool. fits in the rental car and takes yep. up one of my bags on the plane. I am just putting my paddle inside my backpack and I am ready to play some pickleball in Maui. How, how good is that? Very cool. Yeah. They've yeah, already it's, had it's the so open cool. invitation. Yeah. Like, Greg, come on out. We, we got to set up. We, you know, we got, we, we know exactly who you're going to play with and what days you're going to play. And I'm like, Oh yeah, I'm all about How this. Fun. <laughs> yeah. And then you get the good food recommendations too. Oh, cause they're locals. There the you locals go. Know the yeah. best places for sure. Uh-huh. They do. Uh-huh. 
So Russ, oh, yeah. what are we learning more about today? Oh, okay. So this one's uh, this one goes right into what you guys were talking about because the person that I was that I was talking to, I mentioned the podcast and said I produced the podcast, and so he assumed that I know everything about pickleball, and <laughs> I don't, as we all know. But each week I get to learn something new, like I do on my podcast, learning more. I learned something there, and now I get to learn something here as well. The question I have this week is the question, you know, like he started talking about stacking and I have no idea what stacking is. And I'm, I'm assuming that it's stacking the paddles up on top of each other. Ooh. Ooh. Good no, guess. I, I think I'm wrong. <laughs> but <laughs> what it's is actually, it? Is it stacking uh, the shot glasses on the side? Oh, I mean, we can come up with all different <laughs> new definitions for stacking, but um, it's actually a technique, like a positioning technique. Oh, really? Or strategy. More so a strategy, okay. I would say. Yeah. Ah, okay. it is, it's used in doubles. And predominantly, the, the strategy is, is the person that is the more dominant player should be on the forehand side of the court when you're playing doubles. And instead of traditional doubles where you're always switching sides on every serve, stacking makes sure that you always have your most dominant player. Some people say the better player is on the forehand side of the court, and that person is responsible for covering the majority of the court. And Oh, gotcha. It's a strategy, okay. and a lot of people, like if you watch the pros like I did over the weekend, a lot of them use stacking, especially in the mixed doubles. They feel that the guy is a stronger player for whatever reason. I know when Bridgie and I play, we don't stack because I am not the dominant player in that team. <laughs> <laughs> we should stack the other way, Bridgie. Actually, you should be the dominant player on that team. But um, a lot of the pros, they do it. And okay. um, yeah, it, it, it's it's pretty prevalent in, uh, in doubles and, and a lot in mixed doubles. Nice. Nice. Okay. Well, I, now I, now I can actually sound like when I when I talk to him next time. Oh, oh yeah. Well, stacking. I, I know all about that. Now. <laughs> well, that <laughs> is, you're getting pretty advanced now in the questions. I know, that's right? A, well, see, people are asking me, so I gotta ask others. I mean, I gotta I gotta figure this stuff out. Uh, <laughs> 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 all right. So what's that's that's my learning more podcast. That's what's happening over there. I'm learning something new. What's happening over here on this podcast today? Well, after the break, uh, I've always said, and Bridgie and I always want people to contact us through social media, like we were talking earlier, and we say, who knows, you may be on our show. Well, guess what? Somebody Somebody's that is just oh, a football wow. player and is an ambassador of the game and wants to kind of grow the community just like us reached out and said, hey, can I be on the show? And we go, heck yeah, you can be on the show. So we have Oscar Ferrero um, from, actually, he shares his time between Houston and Southern California. Uh, he's going to be joining us to kind of share his pickleball story. Very cool. Yeah. So come back and join us and meet Oscar Ferrero. This is Bridgie and Uncle Greg with Third Shot Podcast. Pickleball is the fastest growing sport in America and more startups are entering the market. One exciting brand we're watching is Nora Pickleball, founded by four-time collegiate All-American tennis player Aaron Hendricks. Headquartered in Grand Rapids, Michigan, Nora offers high-performance pickleball paddles made by athletes for athletes. 
Nora Pickleball's flagship paddle is USAPA approved and is priced at $95, offering high quality at a reasonable price point. Whether you're a first-time player or a long-time competitor, the Nora Pickleball team believes the best is yet to come. Head to norapickleball.com to learn more. That's N-O-R-A-A, pickleball.com to learn more. And use code THIRDSHOP for 10% off your order. Welcome back to Third Shot. As you heard in the first segment, we love hearing from you on social media. So if you haven't already done so, please start following our show on Instagram and Facebook at Third Shot Podcast or on Twitter. Search us at Third Shot Pod. Right now, Bridgie and I are really excited to be joined by Oscar Ferrero from X Pickle. Welcome, Oscar. How's it going? Hey guys, well, thank you for the invite. Uh, I really appreciate it. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, we're excited to have you. And, you know, it's fun because we always say on past shows, you know what, if you want to reach out to us and you got a great pickleball story, you know, reach out to us and, and you may be a guest on our show. And you are the first person that is just, you know, just reached out to us and said, hey, let's talk pickleball. So we're excited to do that. And just like when you meet a new friend at a, at a bar or something like that, usually you invite them over and say, hey, come on and join us for a, join us for a drink. So let's get this segment started by Oscar. Join us for our, for our second shot of the show. Cheers, everyone. Awesome. Let's, let's do it. New friend. Cheers. Love it. Ah. Now we're going to get started. <laughs> there we go. You sounded like you had some hard stuff over there. Uh, well, I have here a beautiful bottle of uh, white rum. Ooh, <laughs> nicely done. Start nicely it off, done. yeah. So, yeah, thanks for this podcast to, to let me have uh, some, I guess, a drink on a Sunday. On a Sunday. <laughs> Making new friends through, you know, talking pickleball. That's kind of what brings us all together here today. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we're very excited to have you here. Thank you so much for reaching out through social media. Um, we are excited to hear your story about how you got started in the pickleball scene. So if you could share with us um, your personal pickleball story. Awesome. Yeah, let's do it. So uh, like I was mentioning, I guess, uh, off the record. So I'm a, I'm a tennis player. I played tennis in college. Um, that's what brought me to the U.S. Um, I came here through a tennis scholarship. Played tennis there, um, and then after I graduated, I stopped, I guess I stopped playing, you know, like, uh, I guess I was just playing, like, I don't know, like, twice or once a month, and then one friend, I guess, asked me once, like, hey, do you want to play pickleball at this new place, at this new venue? It was, like, I don't know, like, 10 minutes away from, from where I live, and, well, uh, this venue, it was, like, you know, it has, like, pickleball courts, it has, like, volleyball courts, it has, like, a bar, it has a restaurant, so it was more like a hangout. You know, I went there with my ex, I guess, like tennis friends that they, they don't play anymore. And I don't know, we just started playing. We started having some drinks. We we, we, we were eating and stuff like that. So then, like, I don't know, we created kind of like a group and, and we just like kept uh, going there. And I just like fell in love with, with, with the game and also not also with the game. It's just like the social aspect of the game as well. Right. So. Yeah, that's uh, that's what brought me to to pickle. <laughs> yeah, and the the social aspect of the game is so important to all of us, and and that's one of the big reasons why Bridgie and I wanted to do the show is to kind of really grow 
uh, the pickleball community and do it through our podcast, but we also do it in person too. We meet a lot of new people when we're out there and we're playing pickleball. Um, tell us a little bit about what your experience is like when you just go out and play with friends and how you meet people. In the facilities that you guys play, if you, for example, you guys do open play. Do you guys do open play? Yeah. Yep. So yeah, that's a, that's like that's like that's a that's a great way to to I guess like to meet new people, right? So you just show up there. I've been like I've gone there by myself, you know. Like I just show up, up show up there after work, and and I don't know. I just you play pickleball and you you I don't know. You socialize a lot because like I mean, this is people that you don't know, but you guys have one thing in common, which is pickleball, right? We're all there to play pickleball, and I don't know. Like I said, like the fact that. These facilities that I always go, it's like kind of, it has like that bar environment, you know? So I don't know, it's just, it's a great environment to like talk, you know, like to talk, get to know like new people, you know? And I don't know, you might do some great networking as well, you know, for another aspects of your life, you know, maybe your professional career, I don't know. Yeah, it definitely opens up a lot of opportunities. You never know who you're going to meet out there on the pickleball courts. Um, some of my friends though, that I've talked to and I tell them, you know, sometimes I just go out there and I, it's just me and I bring my paddles and I ask around and I look for other people who need some more players so I can jump on the court with them. Um, and some of my friends think that that's kind of odd, you know, they think, you know, how are you going out there by yourself? And they, they don't know I, what they're missing. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So what kind of advice would you give to somebody who's maybe a little bit more timid to take that step and just go out there solo with their paddle and meet new people? Go for it. You know, like nobody's going to judge you, you know, for doing that. I think uh, everybody that's there is just inter interested to, to play with people, you know, to play with you. You just got to get a little bit out of your comfort zone and then, I don't know, to, uh, I guess, improve your game and, and meet new people. Uh, everybody's there for the same reason. So don't be shy. Yeah, it's it's so cool with pickleball. I don't know if, if the uh, two of you have saw the recent stats, but pickleball in the U.S. has grown to 36 million players, which has exceeded golf. Now, golf's been around for a really long time, and I, I looked this up. There's 25 million golfers in the U.S., there's 36 million pickleball players at the end of 2022, which is amazing that pickleball has grown that quickly. And because I'm a golfer, I've golfed almost all my life. Um, I have to admit, I've probably made more friends in the past year and a half playing pickleball than I have in playing golf for, like I said, maybe over 40 years now of my life. And the other aspect that's different in golf, and I'm not sure, you know, what to say. Well, actually, I do know because I also looked at the stat. Over 40% of the pickleball players in America are women, whereas in uh, golf, it's around 20% of the players in golf are women. And the point that I was going to make was, Almost every time I do what Oscar says, go out to the court by myself, just meeting new people, I always play doubles with um, women, men and women, but I always get to play with women. And I meet new women almost every time I go out to the court. Whereas in golf, I don't think I ever met a new friend, uh, <laughs> a female friend through golf. It was people that were, you know, part of my club or something like that. It was just not just a random person where I just go up and meet somebody 
and uh, you know get to know them through the the game of golf, whereas pickleball is completely different. Every time I go out there, I meet a new friend. So I think that's really cool. Are you experiencing that too, Bridgie, where you're just meeting a whole bunch of people, both male and female? Yeah, it definitely seems a lot more mixed than a lot of sports. And I work in recreation on a college campus. And so I've seen, you know, team sports from intramurals to just open play inside of our facility. And um, it's Basketball is very popular out here, but again, that's a male dominated sport and soccer is incredibly popular out here too. Um, But again, typically we only see a lot of men playing that. And so it's been really eye opening and kind of refreshing to see and experience a sport where um, it's almost like there's a, a level playing field, right? Where it's both men and an even mix of women playing it as well. Um, But you kind of brought up a good point. It's a really great way to meet somebody else. And so hint, hint to all the single people out there, you know, this could be a great opportunity. My dream is to to find a girl that plays speakable. I think it will be a great relationship. Oscar, are are you single? (laughs) I'm single. Yeah, I'm single. (laughs) And have you met a lot of people to date through playing pickleball? Through play pickable, not yet. To be honest, not yet. Uh, but maybe, who knows? It will come. But I have friends. I have friends that have told me, like, uh, well, that play pickable, of course. Like, yeah, I'm going out with the other day. A friend called me, like, yeah, I'm going to this. Um, to they're, they're playing a, a, I believe, an APP tournament right now in Florida, in, in, in Punta Gorda. He told me, like, yeah, I'm going to the tournament. And I was, oh, really? Why, why are you going? He said, no, I'm, I'm, um, I met this girl through Pickable, and she's like playing. I guess I don't know what what kind of level she's playing, but she was playing. He's gonna go out out there, and then I guess like be with her. And I was like, I'm jealous, man. I wanna I wanna <laughs> find a girl that plays that plays Pickable. <laughs> That's amazing. So hear me out, everyone, listeners, whoever's out there creating pickleball events. What about a singles pickleball mixer? You know how they have like speed dating, but it's for pickleball players. And then you just mix and you find a partner, you take a break, you get to chatting. And then at the end of it, you, you know, submit the little card that says like, oh, I was interested in this, this, this one. And you may find a, a new pickleball partner. You may find an, a love interest. You never know. Well, the door is, yeah. the door is open to, for you guys to create this new, this new business. <laughs> Bridgie, what do you think? Speed yeah, pickle. Yeah, right. I think that's. That's our next um, endeavor. Third yeah. shot dating. <laughs> Third shot dating. I love it. I love it. I, I love want to learn a little bit more from Oscar about his endeavors with X Pickle. Uh, we do okay. need to take a quick break. And, and when we get back, let's kind of talk a little bit more about what you're doing, Oscar, with X Pickle. So we'll, good. Yeah, we'll be right back with Third Shot Podcast. This is Bridgie and Uncle Greg with Third Shot Podcast. Pickleball is the fastest growing sport in America and more startups are entering the market. One exciting brand we're watching is Nora Pickleball, founded by four-time collegiate All-American tennis player Aaron Hendrick. Headquartered in Grand Rapids, Michigan, Nora offers high-performance pickleball paddles made by athletes for athletes. Nora Pickleball's flagship paddle is USAPA approved and is priced at $95. 
offering high quality at a reasonable price point. Whether you're a first-time player or a long-time competitor, the Nora Pickleball team believes the best is yet to come. Head to norapickleball.com to learn more. That's N-O-R-A-A, pickleball.com to learn more. And use code THIRDSHOP for 10% off your order. Welcome back to Third Shot Podcast, where we are here with Oscar, the creator of X Pickle, and please join us for our third shot. Let's do it! New friends. Cheers, everyone. New friends. Cheers. Cheers. To the concept of speed pickle. (laughs) (laughs) I want to be, if you guys do it, I want to be part of it. Okay. Absolutely, yes. <laughs> we we can figure that out because you know we need uh, we need people all over the country to participate in this, and you know hopefully you can you can help us with that. No, for sure. Yeah, I mean that's that's the idea. Let's grow in the sport that that we love. Exactly. And also help help people find other partners. <laughs> <laughs> So that's a future endeavor for us. But currently, Oscar, you um, have created a digital community called X Pickle. Is that right? That's 100% right. Yep. And can you share with us where this passion comes from and what does this digital community do? Okay. So like I said, I love Pickable, right? And I want this this sport. I am so in love with it that I, I want this sport to grow as much as possible. I want Pickleball to be the number one sport in the U.S. <laughs> around the world or around the world. So I was, you know what? Um, I want to do something about it. I want to help the community. I want to, I want to, I want to help grow the community. So, you know, I was, I was playing a lot of Pickleball. Um, I, I've always wanted to. I guess I, I was thinking about, you know, creating like a new idea. Um, you know, I guess I was kind of exhausted with work. I wanted to do my own thing. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to do something for Pickleball. Um, like I said, I'm an ex-tennis player. Um, so I, I I go to the to the course, you know, and I guess it's kind of easy for me to, like, you know, uh, meet new people. I'm, 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 I like, like I said, I'm a people person. Um, and just the fact that I, that I play tennis, for me, it was easier to, like, I don't know, you, you get into the game, you know? I don't know. I, I just fell in love with the game. I wanted to do something cool. I wanted to do something different. I want to help the sport grow. And I, and I was, okay, I'm going to, I talked to, to some old uh, friends and I, and I told them the idea. I want to make a digital community. I want to, I want, I want to kind of change the game in the, in a way that, uh, that nobody else has done. You know, uh, I know there are a lot of like digital communities out there, like the kitchen, the dink, pickable and stuff like that. But uh, I don't know. I was, you know, I'm going to, I'm gonna do something different, uh, and that's that's the plan. You know, uh, you guys are gonna see how much more we're gonna do. Stay tuned. Well, I can't wait to continue following you, uh, you know, <laughs> and 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 your social media and all the digital content you're creating. It's really cool because uh, one of our past episodes was with the founder of Nora uh, Paddle, and I see on your social media you're also affiliated with different paddle companies, including Nora. So tell us a little bit about what you're doing for the paddle community. I, I, I want to do so many things. I want to do a lot of things, all of them related to Pickable. And creating partnerships with uh, paddle uh, companies is something that uh, we do. It's something that we want to do. And also, I 
I I talked to to Aaron, right? And I don't know, we had a Aaron, I guess is like the the CEO of, uh, of Nora. Uh, I talked to Aaron. We had a great conversation, and I don't know, we, it just felt right to 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 do something together. And yeah, I guess we we created this partnership, and and more things are coming with uh, with Nora and Xpico. But yeah, that's one of the aspects that it, uh, that Xpico wants to focus. You know. Uh, on the, I guess, on the on the paddle uh, side of things, we want to create partnerships with uh, paddle companies to help them grow and also help Xpico grow. That's great, and we had a really great conversation with Aaron too. He's uh, an amazing person, and he's got a very interesting pickleball story. He's got that tennis background like you do as well. So yeah, so I think, I think that's what that's why we, we vibe together. <laughs> yeah, you two probably bonded over that. I'm sure. Hey, Oscar, I got a quick question for you. Speaking of tennis, you said that uh, tennis is what brought you to America. Where did you, uh, you know, grow up and, and start playing tennis at? Yeah, for sure. Uh, I'm from Venezuela. Uh, you guys know where Venezuela is? Yeah, we do. I'm, I'm just curious, what's pickleball like in Venezuela now? So actually, there is a community. Uh, it's, it's growing. Uh, I follow pretty much all the the accounts uh, from people from Venezuela. So, yeah, I, I just saw that, like, uh, I don't know, like five, six months ago, they just, I guess, they just built the first uh, pickable court. Uh, and that, that, yeah, that made me happy. Uh, over there, I think what's, uh, I think in, in, in Latin America, what it's growing really, really fast is paddle. Do you guys know, like, you guys know what paddle is? A li- I've seen it, but I don't know any sort of rules behind it. Okay, okay. I guess it, it's. I guess it's just. It, it could be similar to pickable, but you also have walls, and you can play with the walls. So it's. I, I found. I find paddle a little harder for pickable for for people to pick up, and I think that's the reason why pickable has become so popular because you can pick it up and you can have fun really fast, right? It's not, for example, somebody that has never played tennis before. You go out to the court with another friend that has never played before. I mean, you're still going to have fun, but like you are not able to rally, you know, you're not able to rally as much as you can do in pickable, for example. I think it's just because the, the tennis court is just bigger, right? And I don't know, uh, it's just harder for, for people, you know, like you cannot just, like you go to a tennis court, you've never played tennis, you can the longest rally you're going to have is just like three or four balls. But you play pickable and and I'm sure you're going to have way longer rallies and, and you're still and you're going to have more fun. I mean, I'm not a I'm not a tennis hater. I, I love tennis, but I think, I don't know, pickable is just like way more fun for people that hasn't, I don't know, for beginners, you know. Yeah. And when I play pickleball with people from all levels. There's a lot more conversation and interaction and talking to each other yeah. than in tennis. When I played tennis growing up, you know, you're never talking to your opponent or the other team. Whereas pickleball, there's, you know, there's a level of trash talking or joking around and yeah. uh, just complimenting each other on great shots or the social know. aspect of pickleball. Yeah. <laughs> and it's really, really fun. And I, that was one of the things when, when Bridgie introduced me to the game that I really gravitated towards because I, I'm a talker, right? That's why, I, hey, we do a podcast. We, we love to talk. We love talking to new people. And I've never seen a sport where you have this much conversation actually while you're playing 
than than pickleball. It's so cool. And yeah, that's that's what that's why I brought this topic to you. You know, I think it's just the social aspect is what I'm in love with. <laughs> so you had mentioned um, that in Venezuela they had opened up their first courts. Do you um, see any sort of like partnership in the future with X Pickle and maybe some of these uh, really fun venues that we've been hearing a lot about? I'm waiting, super anticipating Chicken and Pickle to open up here in Vegas, but currently we don't have any sort of um, okay. pickleball specific recreation Interesting. centers. Interesting. So yeah, here here in Texas we have we have plenty. You know, uh, we have Chicken and Pickle here. Um, I'm based out of Houston. There is no chicken and pickle in Houston, which I guess surprised me. We have uh, other other facilities, but with the same idea as chicken and pickle. Um, but yeah, go, going back to your question, sorry. For sure, yeah, I, I for sure want to create partnerships over there uh, in Venezuela. Uh, it's my home country, you know, I want to help. Like I said, I, I want to help pickle grow and, and I want to help pickle grow anywhere, right? So... It not like it's my home country so like yeah I'll, why not why not uh, do a business or do uh, things pickable related things uh, in Venezuela yeah I mean. hey Oscar and Bridgie uh, you guys are going to have to come up to Northern California later on this year because I believe in San Jose or somewhere in the Silicon Valley they are going to be building the largest pickleball facility restaurant you know the whole wow. thing in the country it's going to be no larger. Way. Yeah. The largest one is how they're promoting it. And it's supposed to be opening later on this year. So I'm going to invite both of you to come up, join me, it. and uh, let's play a little pickleball together. We can have yeah. more than we can have more than three shots there. We will probably do as many as you want. And as long as as long as you know I don't look silly on the court because I'm just whiffing everything after having too many shots. I'm good. (laughs) It's going to be a lot of fun. So, you know, for people that want to start following you on Andex Pickle on social media, um, please tell everybody, you know, your handle and and where to find you. We're on Instagram at the moment. We're, we're, uh, I guess we're, we're going to be on other, on other social media apps, but right now we're on Instagram. Please follow us, xpickle.us. You're not going to regret it. We have great content there and we're going to have even greater uh, or more great content coming up. Thank you so much, Oscar. And you all heard it here. Make sure you go and follow them at at xpickle.us on Instagram and keep an eye out for all of their future endeavors. And maybe you'll be on their single um, match play tournament style. Thanks a lot, Oscar, for joining us. Appreciate it. Thank you, Rigi. Thank you, uh, Greg. Uh, It was great uh, talking to you. And for all of you that are listening, thank you for joining us at Third Shot, where Bridgie and I will continue to share our pickleball journey. A special thanks to Oscar Ferrero for helping us learn more about the social benefits of pickleball. And look for Oscar, again, at xpickle.us on Instagram. Please share your pickleball stories with us because who knows, just like Oscar, we might ask you to be a guest on our show. Please support the show by subscribing and we promise to have more amazing guests like Oscar in future episodes. Let's continue to share our enjoyment for the game and grow the pickleball community. See you next time at Third Shot Podcast.